0: Awake Active Align is a podcast dedicated to helping you deepen your connection to a higher power to the people in your life and to yourself. I'm your host Jackie Stracy, and my mission with this podcast is to share personal stories and tools to show you how it is possible to live a life that is filled with both passion and with purpose. Are you ready? Let's get woke. <laughs> Hello, hello. Welcome back to episode number eight of Awake, Act of the Line. So, so, so glad to have you here. Um, You are all in for a treat today because today on the podcast I have a very special guest named Jack Stewart. Um, He is the host of an Emmy Award winning TV show on ABC called Rock the Park. And he also has a vlog that is called The Pursuit is Happiness, which is actually why I was so interested in interviewing him because he's this guy who has his own show and gets to tour all these different national parks and stuff like that for a living, which just seems so incredible. Um, But then he also has this deeper spiritual side of him um, that really, like, likes to reflect and talk about these deep topics that I am so fascinated by. Um, So I decided to have him on the podcast, and I am so glad I did because we have a lot of really good pieces of information in there. So you're going to hear all about how indecision really is a decision, how important it is to be integrating play into your life, and how that's not something you should feel guilty about. Um, We talk about how self-reflection is to growth, and how both happiness and joy are something that are both things that are super important to be focusing on. Um, so, without further ado, I present to you Jack Stewart. Enjoy! Well, Jack, thank you so much for being here. I really, really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to speak to the listeners. Um, you're someone who I've been following for a while, and I've been really fascinated to be watching. I know that my listeners will...
1: For sure. Well, thank you so much for uh, inviting me. This is great.
0: Of course. Okay, well, do you mind taking a little bit of time to talk about who you are and what you do and how you got to where you're at in your story now?
1: Yes. So, anyways, I am... Uh... My name's Jack and I host a television show on ABC called Rock the Park. Um, And I actually host it with my best friend uh, from second grade. So we go way, way back. Um, And basically the show is about getting out and experiencing the power of nature through our national parks and other wild places around the country and the world. Um, So I've been doing that for about five or six years. We're on our sixth season. But I also started my own YouTube channel recently that I'm trying to grow, and that's called The Pursuit is Happiness. So if I could sum up what I'm about, it's, it's about the power of stepping out into the unknown and saying yes to positive risks and opportunities. And you can do so in nature. You can do so in life. And uh, you can do so in your spiritual life, and for me, that's what I'm all about: is living this life to the fullest, and really being intentional with what I'm doing and how I'm how I'm choosing to spend my time. So that's like the short version. How I got here is I grew up in the suburbs of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, with a family that was really, first of all, big into media. My mom was uh, a television anchor for over 20 years. My dad was a television reporter. Then my mom started a a television production company. But aside from all that stuff, we loved to travel. And my parents took me out to Yellowstone National Park when I was really young. And I remember just being so inspired by the mountains and the wildlife and uh it, it, it just it something switched inside of me I'd never experienced um I don't know the feeling that I had and, I, and now I kind of know that that's this massive feeling of awe and wonder like yeah. I experienced that all the time now not all the time but you know frequently but at the time it just it was it was powerful to me and I knew that I wanted to be around mountains and nature and stuff like that. So. Fast forward, you know, 10 or however many years, I ended up going to school at the University of Montana so that I could study photojournalism, but also be near the parks. And I would do all my assignments in Yellowstone or Glacier National Park. And, and eventually my friend, Colton Smith, who uh, we've been best buddies since second grade, he ended up tr- transferring out to Montana Uh, And and then it was on. We were exploring the parks and I was doing my assignments and we were filming it for fun. One thing led to another, and I was working in television after uh, graduating from college. And Colton and I would go out on these trips and we'd still film them for fun. And I showed them to, I showed one of our videos to my mom actually. And she was like, you know, there could be something to this. Maybe there's a web series here or something. And she was very, much aware that she's biased she's my mother but she's like let's show let's send this to uh let me send this to our agents for our production company who uh you know help pitch shows and and stuff like that and they they were like wait no this isn't a web series this is a television series and so I produced what we call sizzle reel it's a trailer yeah um that you used to sell shows and i did it all myself there's some funny stories with that as well but <laughs> long story short we pitched it all over and we sold it and now we've been on abc for for about four years we were on the cw before that uh we won an emmy award for outstanding travel series um and we've been all over the country and the world numerous times
0: <laughs> that's incredible So, so currently you, you get paid to just like soak in the beauty of this world and record yourself doing it.
1: Yeah. And, and to hopefully inspire other people to, to do the same. That's the hope is that people will be inspired to, to go out and see these amazing places uh, because we believe that like you, you learn so much more about the world and yourself. Um, When you, get out and experience something new and that pushing your boundaries um, in healthy ways can lead to just like amazing growth. So that's kind of like the message of the show because it's been what I've done my whole life or tried to do at least.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So when you first started recording these um, just videos and stuff that you were doing, did you have any idea that it would turn into like what you did for a living or were you just kind of like doing it for fun at first and like had maybe a little hope like, Oh, this could turn into something or like, what was your mindset going into that?
1: You know, we, I had no idea that it would turn into what I'm doing today. So funny enough, I I've I've always been, I've always had a talent for creating videos, for producing (laughs) videos, shooting, whatever, but I was always behind the camera and, and editing and stuff like that. Well, when we were in college we actually tried to create a sitcom which was hilarious and actually it picked up a little bit of of steam in in Missoula Montana the local radio stations were talking about it it was great but like yeah so we did that and that was what I was hoping was going to be the big thing meanwhile we were writing the material for that out in the parks and going there to like recharge and all that little did I realize that like Oh wow what you actually authentically do there's the idea you know yeah. it's funny how we we sometimes we want to create something and what we're actually authentically doing ourselves is not what we're trying to put out to the world but yeah. oftentimes like that's the good stuff so we I were blind to that yeah so this was never uh, a plan. You know, I was working in TV. I wanted to be a producer. Um, That's what I was doing at the time. I never thought I'd be in front of the camera or anything. Uh, That was never part of the plan. So this was all a big surprise. But I think oftentimes, too, in life where something happens, you can look back and see all the pieces that built to that. Um, and, And so they're definitely there. My buddy and I would make movies and we would star in those movies. So we had, we had developed this on camera chemistry together and yeah. so all the pieces were there, but no, I never thought that that was what I would be doing with my life.
0: That's incredible. And it's, it's cool. What can happen when you do like just surrender and you like, you can have all these ideas and plans, but what's going to end up happening at the end of the day could look completely different. And like something that's so important is just being open to that, you know, like having these dreams and having these ideas for your life, but not being so married to those ideas that you are closed off to the things that actually end up working out.
1: Absolutely. Um, It's, it's hilarious, short little story. My cousin is uh, working with us right now. Um, And he, he uh, just is thinking about leaving grad school behind and moving to Anchorage because it's something he's just wanted to do forever. And I'm kind of like, if you have that push, go for it. Like that is awesome. So that's kind of an, uh, another example of that. And who knows where that'll lead. I, I think that's my biggest takeaway of recent years is like the smallest decision sometimes open doors to hallways that have all these unforeseen opportunities and, and other open doors. And the more, uh, the more times you step into those, the, the web grows and you never know where you're going to go. That's yeah. kind of what I try to do is take those opportunities to say yes to them if, if you're feeling like led to do so.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I love that. And it's it's funny because we spend so much of our time trying to decide on decisions sometimes and like I'm guilty of this for sure of just like wanting to make the right decision and spending so much time weighing my options and doing all of these things when honestly no matter what direction you decide to take like God can do something with that and can make it into something beautiful. So it's like you're almost stopping your life and halting your life and your full potential by not making these decisions instead of like making what could be a wrong decision. You know, there's always recorrection that can happen or anything like that. But it's like, just take these, take these risks, take these opportunities because you don't know where it's going to lead.
1: Totally. And you know, like obviously God can do anything, but somebody told me this and I really, I really agreed with this is like, uh, my friend told me God can't steer a parked car. So you gotta at least be moving. True.
0: Oh, I love that so much. And that's something I've been yeah. learning a lot lately too, is like just not not letting this fear of making the wrong decision hold you back from making a decision at all because that still is a decision. You know, indecision is a decision. And you have to be taking action in order for God to like work with what you're doing. Yeah,
1: and I don't think anything is a waste of time. I, 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 I've grown through some of the most um, seemingly – you know, mundane times of my life and I've grown through some of the hardest times of my life and I've grown through some of the best times of my yep. life. So it's just like everything happens for a reason. And as long as you, uh, roll with that or, or, or try to make sense of it and, and learn something from it, it's nothing's a waste of time, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. That is so true. Oh, I love that. So, so you have the show that you're on rock the park. Um, but then you've also recently started your own vlog or video channel, whatever you want to call it. Um, So what led you to decide to start doing that on top of what you were already doing? You know,
1: to be completely honest, I I never thought to start a YouTube channel until very recently. And, And I was looking for a way to sort of be able to speak more of, uh, of my own personal message outside of express myself outside of the context of rock the park, because yeah. I, I, I can't, I've come out of this year. Um, that was a really hard year for me. I, I had a relationship end and, um, my, my dad was diagnosed with cancer. And so we've been, do, you know, on that journey. So I I'd come out of this really tough year that was really hard but I had made a decision right when all this stuff started to to really hit the fan. I made a decision that I wanted to to say yes to the opportunities that came to me and that I wanted to uh, really choose to move forward in my life and not just hover in this depression yeah. and every step of the way, these little things would happen and and I started to see the power of 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 being content with being on the journey instead of trying to always get to an end, end yeah. goal. Um, an example of that is I had been holding off uh, from going surfing with a friend of mine for years because I just was like, no, you know, I don't, I, I tried once and I just got destroyed in the waves. And I was just like, you know what? No, I'm good. Like, I don't, I don't want to surf. Like I'll just like, it looks so hard and all that. Well, anyways, I said, you know, one time he, he was bugging me again, like he always would to come with them. And finally, I was like, you know what? Yes, I'm going to go. And I, on the first outing, it wasn't pretty, but I ended up standing up <laughs> on the board and riding a wave all the way into the shore. And from then on, I was hooked. And, and since then, I have started surfing is like my favorite thing in the world to do. I go, if there are any ways at all, I go every single day. And it has been a journey. It has taken me a year to just get to the point where now like I'm I'm doing it sort of well. And for me, that that little decision to say yes to surfing not only has been something that has been a positive thing in my life, but it's I've met people. I have bonded this dude now is one of my like best friends. And it's all because of just deciding like, you know what? Yes, I will step into this and, uh, and give it a shot. And and so that has opened so many doors. And for me, like that was a, that's opened my mind to this idea that like anything can happen if you just decide to embrace the journey and quit trying to get ahead of yourself. Like, Oh, I'm going to be bad at this. So I'm not even going to try. It's like, Mm. well, you might enjoy the process of, of getting better at it. And, yeah. and so anyway, long story short, after a year of, of that, and I also just started working out in the gym, which I had never done. And I started yeah. to really enjoy that all these little things started to add up. And I was like, you know what, this is kind of, this is, there's something to this and I wanted to share that. And so basically my YouTube channel is a way of showing how I have, I have really discovered. Um, the joy in in the journey of life but also Mm -hmm. i'm an avid journaler and i and i i've written like 13 journals over the past three years where i write about all all these topics of happiness and joy and purpose and all that stuff and i was like i want to be able to share this somehow so the youtube channel is a way to show kind of um be able to talk about some of these things that are really important to me uh, that don't necessarily fit into the context of rock, the park yeah. per se. It, do- it does, but it doesn't. But So that's the long story of that. I could go into it more. But uh, basically, The Pursuit is Happiness is a vlog where you can follow along on the adventure, but also um, you know, maybe learn some things about yourself, and, and, and we can discuss um, how to live happier lives together. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's incredible. And a lot of times you hear like the pursuit of happiness, you know? Um, so I was really mm-hmm. intrigued. When I saw that yours was the pursuit is happiness. So what does that, yeah. what does that mean to you? And like, why did you choose is happiness instead of, of happiness?
1: Well, it's funny because a lot of people will say, Oh, I love your pursuit of happiness videos. And I'm like, you are missing like, Z- no, 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 no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like that is, you are literally missing the point. But, um, I get it. You know, everyone's heard the pursuit of happiness and whatever, but I, uh, yeah, that one word is, is so important because, uh, I used to look at my life in, in the context of, you know, once I get a girlfriend, like I'll be happy or once I get the TV show, I'll be happy. Or once, uh, yeah, once I'm like surfing, like, you know, a pro I'll be happy. It's, and that's not, the way life works. And if you have the end game as your goal, I've found it just leads to expectations. And a lot of times expectations lead to uh, dissatisfaction and, and, and your happiness kind of eludes you. Um, What I've learned is that, is that when, you look at life as a journey and you look at the little steps that we take as victories, Yeah, that's where happiness comes from for me. So like, for instance, like it's the smallest moments that, that I look for and that make me, that really give me a sense of happiness and joy in my life. So the fact that, you know, I'm sitting right now in my parents' living room um, listening to like insects chirping outside and feeling the, the autumn air, you know, through the windows. Like that is, if I sit and actually appreciate that, that is a beautiful moment. And yeah. and so I think being present and, and enjoying where you're at, once you start to open your eyes to that and, and find a sense of, of gratitude for, for where you're at
0: yes, um,
1: and try not to get ahead of yourself, you can really discover that you live a pretty amazing life. And mm-hmm. so that's what I, that's what I try to do. I try to be intentional, you know, like visit my friends, visit my family, um, take opportunities. That's the biggest one for me. It's like, take yeah. those opportunities, even the ones that seem like they might be a little scary, um, mm-hmm. You never know where they're going to leave. And I have plenty of examples of those, but um, that's what the pursuit of happiness means. It's basically like, it's the journey. It's the journey. That's where we yeah. find our happiness. It's not in the end game because the end game's never gonna come. Because once you get there, you want more.
0: That's so it's true. The way human,
1: yeah, it's the way human beings are. You know, like I've had my own television show for six years now, and I remember thinking like, I've done it. Like this is it. This yeah. is a dream. And then you get into it, and you're like, oh. You know, this isn't enough for me anymore. Mm-hmm. And like, whether that's right or wrong, it's human nature. So if yeah. you're always looking for the end game to bring you happiness, you're never going to be satisfied.
0: Yeah. And that's so true because you'll sit there and you'll set these goals and then you'll achieve those goals. And a lot of the times you don't even like celebrate the fact that you achieved that goal because you're just like, on to the next one. Okay. What can I do next? What can totally. I do next? You know? So it's like, totally. you don't, you can look back at your life and like see all these goals that you've hit, but like, you didn't enjoy the process because you were just so caught up in like, what can I do next? How can I improve doing all of these things when like there's joy in the journey and that's where like your life comes from, you know, like you don't know how long you're going to live. Like you don't know when you're going to die. You don't know these things. So it's like, it's important to truly embrace every single day and not just be looking forward to this thing and saying, I'll be happy when, because chances are when you get there, you won't be happy because you're just going to find something else that will be, I'll be happy when, you know?
1: Yeah. And it, We've all heard the cliche, you know, stop and smell the roses and all that stuff. But when you actually start to look at what that means, um, you you start to see that that there is power in that, like to actually like put put the phone down, you know, when you're with when you're with people, you know, like enjoy being with them. Enjoy your family if they're a part of your life. Um, Enjoy you know, the moments that you, you have that are free to yourself, you know, make those, make those powerful moments, you know, take the time to go for a walk or to talk to somebody or to hang out with your dog or to write, you know, I think a lot of times we, we create a lot of noise in our lives with social media Mm -hmm. and television and, and all these things. And I found that like, you know, Intentionality is key, you know. There's a place for all of those things, but when when you when you it, it's about you controlling those things as opposed to them controlling you, and and, yeah. and that's what I try to do. And I, I think there is a lot of uh, power in that.
0: Yeah, that's that's so good. I mean, it's just gratitude changes everything, and and it's crazy because people say that, and you don't really truly believe it until you start practicing it, and. Mm-hmm. That's something that has changed my life a ton lately is just making sure to focus on the things that I am grateful for, you know, like if you're focused on what you have instead of what you lack, you just, you just feel so much more joy, you know?
1: Totally. And, and I think beyond that, it's, it's taking what you have and creating, you know, and, and, and living the life that you want. So uh, I think a lot of people sit and say like, "Oh, I wish I could do this," but it's like, "Well, what what do you have? What's available to you? Go and and make something out of that." So right. for me, this hitting the road and and going camping out in the desert or the mountains or walking through the the forest, like those are things that are readily available to me and they bring me joy. Yeah. I, so I so I make time for them. Yeah. I will I will go and do them. I, there's it's so easy to say like, no, you know. I have too much work to do or, you know, that, that would cost me gas money or whatever, but it's mm-hmm. like, no, you c- it, it, see what you have available to you. What brings, what brings you joy and prioritize that. And yes. and so for me, I, I try to do that as much as possible and uh, I love it.
0: Mm-hmm. So I would say like as a society, yeah. we're very focused on productivity and getting all of these things done. And a lot of times like, we feel guilty about taking the time to play and taking the time to just enjoy our lives. You know, when, when it's like, that is such a vital piece of it. I think you are way more productive if you are taking the time to truly enjoy your life and to experience that joy.
1: Totally. Enjoying life. Like if I sum it up, that is what I'm about, you yeah. know? And it's, uh, it it's funny. I, I don't know if you, if you know, who John Muir is, but he's this like, this conservation like legend from back in the day he said something along the lines of like a day in the mountains is is far is greater than a cartload of books and I, I believe that I think like you learn so much through living your life through getting out into nature specifically um, that things that you can't learn by just sitting down and, and, and trying to research and, 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 and be productive and, and be in this rat race. Like you learn more about yourself and about the world by experiencing the world. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's so true. And I think we just, we take life too seriously sometimes too, you know, we're just, we're so focused on the next goal that we beat ourselves up if we make a mistake or doing any of these things when like the true way to enjoy life is to just like be lighthearted and just enjoy it, you know, take life as it comes and a mistake you right. make. Oh, well, it's, it's just one little piece, you know?
1: Yeah. Intent, intentionality, you know, like one of the things that I, I'm a very, you know, I'll, I'll give myself a little pat on the back here. I like to think that I'm a pretty hardworking guy and I, I find time to get my work done, but then I also um, love to to get out and, and play like we're saying and some my favorite people are the people that uh are excited to go out and do things you mm-hmm. know uh they're they're my favorite people like my buddy who i go surfing with like i'll call him and if he's free and there are waves, like he, he's meeting me you know whether it's at 5 a.m before work or at 5 p.m after work and i love yeah. people like that because it's it, it fuels it's, it's fuel for you as well. We feed off each other's energy. I That's believe so and true. like having positive people who are motivated. Um, it really is, uh, motivated in the right things, I guess. Uh, yeah. it, it just, I love it. It's mm-hmm. so great. So,
0: yeah. So what, what would you say are your, some of your favorite ways to play? Cause it's, it's funny. Someone asked me this the other day. They're like, what do you do for fun? And like the way I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, you know, I like I do yoga, I love reading, I love doing all these things. And I was just listing off a bunch of things that, yes, I do enjoy doing them, but like, there also is a second purpose to them. You know, like I'm doing these things because they make me a better person. I'm not doing them just truly to have like that pure childlike joy. So I was like sitting there and I was like, okay, I need to find more things that like give me that pure childlike joy. So I I started thinking and like the things that came to my mind were like jumping on trampolines, like having dance parties, you know, doing these things where like there is no... I'm not also seeking my character being built up because of these things. You know, I'm truly just like letting myself enjoy the present moment and have fun.
1: I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think for me, it's, it's uh, I, I love, I love people and I love being around people. So I, I live in Los Angeles and for me, what that looks like is I'd love to go I love to go surfing with my friends, or I love to go out and grab drinks with my friends, or do trivia with my friends, or go over to my sister's house and and ride the bird scooters around and watch yes. movies or whatever we do. I, I, I really I love being with people, but at the same time I also love um, spending time with myself and with yes. God, where I like to disconnect and I go completely away from people. I mm-hmm. I love to go camping and wandering through the desert by myself it's something I do fairly frequently and take solo road trips and stuff like that so yes. things that bring me joy is just experiencing life in the moment and for mm-hmm. me like especially like if you've if you ever I mean I don't think a lot of people do this but like if you've ever been on a solo trip or like especially a solo camping trip There you are in the moment. It's like there's some fear there, but it like it's so great. I I just love it. So I don't know. I think for me I love being with people and I love experiencing new things or just Mm -hmm. experiencing life unfiltered. I think that's what I love to do for fun. Yeah.
0: And and going back to the whole like spending time alone thing, I think that's something that like freaks a lot of people out. And I'm thinking back to like myself before I went on this spiritual journey. I would constantly be doing things and distracting myself so I wouldn't have time to have to sit with those thoughts, you know, because it's a scary thing when you first do it because a lot of times like when you do start reflecting and stuff, you find some things about yourself that you don't necessarily want to admit, but it's so by, by like bringing these things to the light is how you can like heal those things and that's how you can find this true joy because you are just, you just become so aware of yourself, you know, so that connection to yourself is so important and um, I recently drove from charlotte to minnesota and it was a 19-hour drive just me and my dog and i like loved every second of it like i was dreading it for a while i was like oh this is gonna be terrible like what am i gonna do in a car for 19 hours but then i just like i would like i turned on worship music i was like worshiping i was praying i was just sitting there in silence at some points just thinking through what was going on in my head and then at one point i decided from one of my friends he told me that he's like one of my favorite things to do in the car is like to interview myself so I'd like start asking myself questions and I would like come up with all these things and I would try to like speak out loud. And it was just funny to see where my mind went, you know, it was seeing a different side of myself. Yeah. I wouldn't see if I was just with people all the time, you know, so like having that solitude and giving myself time to just like sort out my thoughts is, has been huge for me.
1: I love that. Yeah, that, that was a point for me too, when I finally prioritized that. Um, I think that's amazing. You know, and it's funny, like, yeah, you'll now you'll look forward to those moments. Like if I knew I had a 19 hour drive by myself, first of all, I would split it up probably into (laughs) three or four days of camping along the way. way. (laughs) Yeah, no, which is great. I've done that too. I uh, not because it's too much driving, because I'd be like, oh, man, there's so much to see along the way. And like, that's that is just my i love finding joy in the
0: journey instead of just zooming to the destination no but there's a there's a place (laughs) for both of those things for
1: me like that gets me so excited i just did that um last month and the month before that and i'm doing it next month and but anyway that's a side that's sidebar um (laughs) no i i love that i the first time i ever dug into that was uh that process of self-reflection and, and, yeah. and spending time with yourself was about three or four years ago when I was kind of at a low point in my life and and I felt prompted to connect back with myself in nature like I'd let it I'd let the show Rock the Park become my world and it became work and I knew okay I want to go I want to reconnect with why I started this in the first place. And I also want to learn about myself. So I took this trip to death Valley completely alone and I started journaling and I was reading, you know, wisdom. I was reading the Bible. I was mm-hmm. praying. I was, I was doing all those things and I had a life changing trip and experience that is literally the turning point of my life where things started to change, and I started this new journey and and now you fast forward four years later, I've written i've I've written through thirty I'm on my fifteenth journal these are That's like awesome. three hundred pages long. Do you um, have all of them still? And I do. yeah, I love it. I cherish them so much. i I don't always go back and read them, but i sometimes I do, but mm-hmm. um. And I love what you're saying of like actually being able to connect with yourself. One of my uh, good friends turned me on to this idea of uh, doing voice memos or audio yeah, notes. Yep, that's for what yourself. I did on my last car ride. Yeah. So I started doing that about a year ago now. And now I have like 40 of those now, you know? So like, I love that. That's the, and it's so powerful. You, you work out some serious things when you just allow yourself to, to sit and, and either write or speak what's going on in your mind aloud you really work through some amazing things Mm -hmm. and uh it's it's cool to be able to have that self uh what's the word that uh self-awareness
0: yeah yeah it's huge and so what is what does your journaling practice look like does do you have like a question that you ask yourself that you try to answer do you just say like this is what's on my heart right now do you read books and like see what quotes resonate with you like what, what does it look like for you
1: it's different. It's, it's a mixture of all those things. It -hmm. it depends on what's going on in the moment. Sometimes I'll read and something will pop out and then I'll write it down and then I'll kind of write about what, how that makes me feel or what I think about with that. But most of the time it's just what is going on in my life or my mind or my heart. Mm -hmm. So like I'll wake up and it'll probably be like, start with a word nowadays. It'll be Mm -hmm. like, um, I don't know, uh, Sometimes it'll be a friend's name because Mm -hmm. they're on my mind. And then I'll just write about what's going on in our relationship or whatever, or it'll be like tired, you know, (laughs) a lot of times that's what it is. It's like we've been on the road for three. So I just kind of like, um, I just, whatever's going on, I write it down and sometimes yeah. it's very mundane and sometimes I, it's stuff where I'm like holy cow like how did I come up with that stuff? yeah but it it changed it changes every single day I it's a mm-hmm. quick answer
0: yeah and that's that's how I am too and I know when I like was first starting to journal I felt so much resistance to it and I don't know why It was just like I couldn't get myself to sit down and do it because I was just like I don't know if I had this idea in my mind that it had to look a certain way or that like every single time I wrote it was going to be a big breakthrough or something like that. But I just like, I scared myself out of doing it. And it got to the point where I like had to sit myself down and be like, okay, Jackie, like we're going to make this a priority. Like, it doesn't matter what you write. If you have nothing to say, like you can write two sentences for today, just like do whatever you got to do, you know? And like it started off like some days I write things and it means nothing. And some days I write things and I'm like, wow, that was so cathartic. That was so wonderful that I just did that. Like, I feel like a different person because I wrote that, you know? So it's like for the people, advice for the people who are too afraid to like do this self reflection, like just start, you know? It doesn't have to look a certain way. Right.
1: And after a while, I think you, I I can only speak for me and I know everyone's different, but like for me, I look forward to those uncomfortable moments because that's, I think it's a, it's a great, it's a, it's a greater experience of life, you know? It's like, you are more human when you feel those dis, the, those uncomfortable moments of uh, of having to face yourself or whatever is going on in your life or face those fears. Yeah. Um, so even though it's uncomfortable, part of my thing is learning to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. And, yeah. and that's, it's a greater experience of life. I even look at like my, you know, like I've been through like heartbreak and stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. I value that now because some people have never even had the opportunity to have their heart broken, yeah. you know? And so like, I'm I, my life's journey is more, uh, is, is, uh, man, I, these words are escaping me today. It's uh, <laughs> words are hard. It's, I, I I'll admit, you know, I said tired earlier. was one of my journal entries. <laughs> it's so true. I've been on the road for like three weeks now, but, um, my my life is uh is is I'm, I'm struggling for the word, but basically your life experience is greater when you've experienced these highs and lows yeah. that yeah, life so brings true. you, and and so even the negative can be extremely powerful when you look at it um, from the right perspective, yes. and it's so I don't know that's yeah, what that's I something. try to
0: do. Mm-hmm. That's something that I've noticed a lot lately. Um, I've been like just having so much self-awareness that now when I'm feeling triggered about something, I like celebrate it. I'm like, Oh cool. Like I'm really happy that this trigger is coming up because I know that that means that I am now aware of this thing and I can heal it. You know, I can work through like the like root cause of this trigger. So like literally the other day I was feeling triggered and I was like, okay, I'm just going to like sit here. I'm going to feel these feelings and I'm going to journal about it. You know, I'm going to write about like, why do I feel these triggers? I wasn't, I wasn't mad because I was feeling triggered, you know. I wasn't like letting myself be like go into this negative spiral because of it. It was like, thank you for revealing this to me. And it, it was again just yeah. like switching to that that mindset of gratitude instead of instead of just sinking there and being like, oh, I'm triggered. This is bad. I need to run. You run know?
1: away. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. I love that.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so one thing that I had saw that you posted that was just really interesting to me is you posted this episode about happiness versus joy. Um, right. I, I will admit like something that I always was like, is like, Oh, you should focus on the joy. You know, happiness doesn't matter. And then I watched this video and I was like, wait a second. The happiness is a really important piece of it too. So do you mind just like telling how you see happiness versus how you see that joy?
1: Yeah, totally. I, Yeah. That's so interesting. A lot of times people like try to downplay happiness because they're like, Oh, it's just like a fleeting emotion. And like, you want joy in your life, but then we don't even know what what does that even mean, you know? Um, for me, I just set up to define, you know, I think we, a lot of words people use, they don't even have a definition for them in their head. So I was like, all right, I need, I need to define these things. And so for me, happiness is, I I define that as my day-to-day state of well-being. It's the Mm -hmm. current condition of my mind and my heart. So yes, like happiness comes and goes, you know, for instance, right now I'm hanging out with my dogs at home. I'm very happy, but like maybe tomorrow Uh, something will happen in my life and I won't be happy anymore. So yes, happiness can be fleeting. But I define joy as the foundation of my soul. So it's knowing my identity. It's it's having a sense of purpose, at least in my mind, uh, for my life. And so joy is that ever-present feeling of contentment and satisfaction, where happiness is the day to day and current state of my mind and heart. So they exist on different planes. Yeah. So even while I'm unhappy, I still have a sense of joy yeah. in my life. Um and so that's how I define those things myself. And that's how I make sense of that. And so for me, I can be unhappy and still have joy in my life. But the reason I like for me, the pursuit is happiness is I want to be happy, you know, yeah. like I think it's easy to say, like, oh, you know, we want this joy and and it's true, we do want that. But I also I want to be happy too. Yeah. Because I can I can be a very um I tend to be also a very like uh emotional person and I and like I can find like so much like I I can sometimes like sit in like the unhappiness of like, you know, this is me. I'm this, you know, tortured soul, this tortured artist. So it's like, there's value to that too, but it's like, no, I want to be happy. So like it's, it's, it's learning that joy and happiness exist on different tiers of our experience and, and we should try to have both of them in our lives.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely agree with that. And I think another big thing is like, finding out where your happiness comes from and i mean there's some people who their happiness they it's based on things that like aren't good for the soul you know like their happiness comes right. from drugs and partying and stuff like that and like i've been there right. you know? but then when your happiness comes from true like wholesome things that also can contribute to your joy you know like these like pursuing that happiness from the right places can contribute to that longer sense of joy
1: Totally, and I think having the joy and the purpose and the and the foundation for your life, you're able to um, not sweat the small stuff, and yeah. then also be able to uh, really. Uh, uh, Give your extend you know some grace to others and to yourself, where certain things that used to seem like a big deal might derail you. They don't seem to derail you as much yeah. anymore. And that's where the joy factor comes in, at least in my life. and i I'm able to relax a little bit more on things that in the past might have um gotten me worked up or given me a sense of guilt in my life or shame or any of those things. Yeah. I'm able to like, Lighten up about those a little bit, which yeah. is, has been powerful for me as well.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, I love that so um one thing you were saying was like how i mean I, th- I think especially like as creatives, a lot of times we kind of put sadness on a pedestal, you know, because like creating from a place of this sadness, this deep emotion sometimes can be glamorized because that's how you feel mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe like people will feel more if i'm actually feeling these deep feelings, you know, and stuff like that, but i think that you can create something just as beautiful from a pure state of happiness as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I've always looked at myself as this kind of uh uh yeah, like this kind of uh, tormented soul and all these things and like cuz i i used to create a lot of music and i would do all these things and and, and now I realize that like, no, I like being happy. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 those, those tough emotions are a part of my life. And, and I, like we were saying earlier, like I sit with them and I, and I try to make sense of them, mm-hmm. but I have found such a greater, um, such a greater experience from, from, from doing things that result in more of a, of a happy life for me of, of, of pursuing Positive things and spending time with people. And I've, I've realized that I'm a better television host. I'm a better producer. I'm uh, a better person. I'm a better friend. I'm, a, I'm better, all these things, when I'm actually uh, living a, a happier life. And so that's why happiness is a priority for me.
0: Yeah, for sure. yeah, absolutely. And like, I mean, just think about the people you're drawn to. You know, we're more drawn to the people who are just like purely happy and who are being their authentic selves and stuff. I know like my favorite people are the people who are just like unashamedly themselves and are just comfortable being themselves. And it's like, okay, well, that's, that's a sign. Like that's what I should be working towards in my own life as well.
1: Yeah. And I, I think it looks different for everyone how you do that. Mm-hmm. but that's I guess part of my mission is at least being able to communicate what has worked for me and and you can take it or leave it but yeah. um I love being able to have that open dialogue with people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So so what are some like practical ways for the people listening how how do you cultivate more of this happiness in your life? And then after that let's talk about like how you can cultivate more joy.
1: So I think happiness comes from saying yes to these uh to these positive risks and opportunities.
0: Yeah I love that. And,
1: and the key word is risks, I think, because a lot of times um it's so easy to say no. It's so easy. Uh for instance, one that works for it, it well, okay, I guess I'll start with this. It's like learn to see opportunities. Um no matter how small they are. I remember yeah. one, I a year ago, I woke up feeling really down. This was right after a relationship had ended for me. And uh, we were talking about drugs and partying. I'd gone out and I was really like hung over and I was feeling just like sick and awful. Not not necessarily. I was like, oh, shame on me. But I I was not feeling good. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I should probably go to um, the gym. And I got this inclination. I was like, I don't want to do it, but it's like, you know what, just go. Mm -hmm. And when I got there, uh, there was this trainer at the front who was like, Hey, do you want a free session? I know to her, she was just being a sale, you know, she was trying to sell me on this, but this bell went off in my head. It was like, it was like I say yes to this and nothing in me wanted to do that. I was feeling so down. Um, And I did. And it turned out to be the most amazing experience. And now I've been training with this, uh, with this trainer for a year and I've seen results and so many different things have come out of that. So I guess my point, my point is, is like, look for even the smallest opportunities yeah. or risks. And a lot of times they're the things that you want to say no to, but learn to say yes to those and give them a shot because you have no idea where they're going to lead. Um, Another small example of that is I decided to get involved at my church uh, about four years ago. And that has led to some of the most amazing friendships. One of them being this like new best friend of mine who led me to surfing and to all these other things. You never know where these small decisions uh, will lead. So I guess the, the main practical step I can say for, for people is start seeing opportunities as opportunities, and no matter how small they might appear to be. You never know where those are going to lead and, and start saying yes to those.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that because a lot of times like people just get stuck in their day-to-day, you know, like they're almost running on autopilot. And when something presents itself, that's different it's scary. So automatically our bodies are like, Nope, don't want to do that. But like well, by taking yeah. these opportunities and embracing change, like that's when your life truly can change for the better, you know?
1: For sure. And it, you know, like I said, I live in Los Angeles. So like the, like there are even little things where it's not even like, Oh, this scares me. But like where a friend will ask me like, Hey, do you want to do this? And no, do I, do I want to sit in crazy LA traffic? no. <laughs> but I've learned that like when you make an effort to go spend time with somebody, like they see that and they appreciate it. And, and for me, like, like I said, I love spending time with people. I never say yes to those things and end up regretting them. So even like, even those things where you're just like, Oh, I just don't feel like doing the 20 minute drive to go do here. It's like people really appreciate the effort you put in to spend time with them. And, And for me, like, that's something that has impacted me as well Is saying yes to the things where it might just seem inconvenient for me, but then you're building these relationships and you Mm -hmm. never know where those are going to lead personally or spiritually, or even what connections you're going to make. So like, I try to just say yes, you know, obviously there's a time to say no as well. And that's an important next step, but like really start saying yes to the, to the unexpected opportunities and, and things um, that pop up in your life—you never know where they're going to lead you.
0: Yeah, I love that so much. And then, okay, so what about what about joy then? How do you cultivate this joy in your soul?
1: So for me, joy came when I finally discovered like who I am. You know, I—I—I yeah. I, I grew up, you know, in a uh, a Catholic home you know it was mm-hmm. my parents are like always were teaching us about faith and stuff but i went to catholic schools and i i'm not trying to like um i don't want to 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 speak badly about catholics because i i, I identify with so much in that tradition but like mm-hmm. when i was in school no one told me like the simplest Like the the message of Christianity, like I never heard like it it as simple as like, you're a beloved child of God, and you're forgiven when you accept Jesus. And so for me, like, I carried around this guilt of all these things that I had done wrong in my life. And I always thought like I wasn't measuring up to what other people wanted. And I was disappointing God all the time. And like, Mm -hmm. and so that trip to Death Valley, I started to really dig into into the desert when I when I kind of hit a rock bottom in my life. I went out to discover um, kind of who am I and what what am I doing with this life. And I read a book um, that somebody gave me, and it's called Abba's Child. It's by Brennan Manning, and it really uh, talks about identity and who we are. And that was revealed to me that like that you know if I ask for forgiveness, the God of the universe that is controlling everything will forgive me. And that, that slate is clean. So like all those things that were giving me guilt and shame, the slate is clean. There's no written record of that. But at the same time, the all powerful God is, uh, you know, loves me, like likes me, thinks I'm a cool person, like all these things. That's when I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. It's like, so it doesn't matter whether that person that I think should like me that do, it doesn't matter if they don't like me yes. you know I can be myself and that my value comes from uh comes from God and that that changed everything for me yeah so that's where I have started the process of finding that joy in my life but I also want to speak to people who may not you know, believe in God or, or anything like that. I think you can find a sense of joy in your life from finding your identity. What gives your life purpose and meaning? And I think, um, that begins with values. Like what are the most important things to you? Where do you, what do you value? And then how does that add value to your life? And I think when you look at the things that matter most to you and, hopefully you can find some things that can't just come toppling down in an instant, you know, family, friends, uh, you know, what you are feel like you're put on this earth to do. Hopefully those things can uh, give you a sense of purpose and identity. And that's where the joy comes from. Mm -hmm. So like at the end of the day, like let's say at the worst day of my life, I can look, I can at least say to myself, you know what, you know, God, I've got God loves me. I've got a family that loves me. I've got friends that love me. Yeah. Life is pretty good, and that's where the joy comes into play.
0: Yeah, and I, I love everything that you were saying about like religion and stuff too, because I think a lot of people who don't have a relationship with God don't because they were raised in a tradition that just didn't resonate with them, you know, and their their sense of faith was something that was handed down to them and not something that was personal to themselves. Like I know when I truly started living was when I developed this relationship with God. And a lot of a lot of people have this relationship with God that they see him as this like guy that they need to fear. You know, they do things because they feel like they need to, otherwise God's gonna be mad at them and they're gonna get sent to hell, you know? And like something that I've been really working on lately is making sure that like, that's not my view of God. Like the way I see God is like as a loving father. And like, instead of feeling like I have to do things, like, it's like, what can I do to like make my dad proud? You know, like, and I truly see him as that loving father and just like, it changes everything when you see it that way. Like he knows you, he loves you. He wants what's best for you. So yes, like he might be disappointed when you're doing things that are off the path, you know, but it's because he loves you. It's not because he wants to condemn you. He wants like what's best for your heart, you know? And like, as soon as I realized that, and as soon as it became a relationship with God, that was when like my faith really started to move me and started to work in my heart.
1: Yeah. I love that. And that, that, that goes the same for me. It's, it's, it really, when you start to, to realize that, um, I don't know, I think that, well, it's, it's different for other people. Cause I know some people like religion is an important, aspect of their faith journey of, mm-hmm. of, doing these religious things. But for me, it was so, um, it, it, my life has gotten better the less religious I've become. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm more so, and, 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 you know, if you want to get into that, we can what that means, but like, basically it's exactly what you said. It's a relationship. And yeah. for me, like that, it's part of that is, is not sweating the small stuff it, is truly like, what does it mean to have faith? What does it mean to follow Christ? And then from there, that's what matters. And and then there's so much freedom in that. Um, And that's what's been powerful for me where like things that might have, you know, uh, brought me some sense of guilt or shame in the past don't seem to anymore. And I, Mm -hmm. and I love that Mm to me. That's why life just keeps getting better and better because like, I just, I'm just uh, learning new things every day and trying to enjoy that that process. Yeah. And it's it's so great. I love mm-hmm.
0: it. Yeah. And I think like life just has so much more meaning when you are like constantly growing and evolving and allowing that to just happen in your heart, you know?
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. So I think that another big thing that helps people find joy is like having a why like for their life. Mm -hmm. So what would you say is your why behind the work you're doing? Um,
1: It's a good question. I think think my purpose for what I do is to let people, it's as simple as letting people know that it's okay. And that may sound so ambiguous, but like I want people to know that however you feel right now, that and that it's okay and that yeah. there is there's hope for you um a lot of times i felt misunderstood in my life was it was because like i had i am an emotional person and i have these thoughts and feelings and sometimes like i was told that, or it was like the pressure was on me to not feel that way or to not experience those things and 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 my life has gotten better and better once when i realized that we have feelings for a reason and and it's okay to have those feelings it's yeah. what you what's what you do with those feelings that that really counts and and so my message to people is that it's okay where whatever you're struggling with it's all right or what how whatever Journey you're on, it's okay, and that there is hope. You can you can find happiness, you can find joy, you can uh, find purpose in your life, and we can talk about those things. Yeah. But to know at the end of the day that whatever's going on, it's it's normal, and you're you're all right.
0: Yeah. It's just it's part of the experience of your life, you know, and right. it's there to teach you something or to help you grow in character in some way.
1: Sure. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I love that. So is there any other piece of advice you'd want to give to anyone listening?
1: Huh? Well, take a hike. Oh yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Get out into nature. I I just think nature is, is the, is the coolest thing. It's, it brings us back to the roots of our humanity. I think like a lot of times I end up sitting up on rocks, Looking over, you know, rivers or valleys or mountains or whatever, and I just sit there and I'm like, this is this is where I'm meant to be. Yeah. And I think we get more in touch with our humanity when we simplify our lives. And and so to to what however that looks to you, I would just say try to experience simplicity somehow in your life, and and I encourage you to do so in nature because it is just such a uh, such a beautiful. Thing to be able to sit back and look at this amazing planet that we live on, and and yeah. and feel a connection to it, and feel a part of it.
0: Yeah, I love that so much. And it's funny because I was just reading this Richard War book called *The Divine Dance*, and um, the three like pillars of my podcast are connection to God, connection to the people in your life, and connection to yourself. Um, and this book, that I just like felt super drawn to reading literally listed out like the biggest problems that we have with this world today is Disconnection from god disconnection from other people and disconnection from ourselves But then he also wanted right. to add Disconnection to nature and that was something that mm-hmm. I was like, wow That's something that I for sure need to like integrate back into this, you know Because that is such a huge part like we need to be connected to the earth as well So that's why i'm super glad to have you on because you give that perspective and you help me remember like that connection to nature and being out in nature and being one with the universe like is huge
1: yeah oh that's cool thank you yeah it's it it definitely is uh, a major part of my life for sure Yeah.
0: yeah absolutely well it has been an absolute pleasure having you on and I just thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast
1: of course thanks for having me I love getting this is a treat for me too because a lot of times when I do interviews and stuff it's uh it's about rock the park and it's about the adventures and stuff, which is very important to me, but I it's, it's always refreshing to get to talk about the human side of things as well. So.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so much.
1: Of course.
0: All right. Reflection question time. So hopefully that episode already got you thinking um, just with words we were saying, but again, I just think it's super important to actually take the time to, Ask yourself some questions so that the things that you're hearing in these episodes really does sink in and actually can lead to transformation in your life and not just in one ear and out the other. Um, So a couple of questions that I came up with for you are, number one, um, are you fully embracing the season that you're in or are you always focused on what's next? And along those same lines, um, are you telling yourself, I'll be happy when fill in the blank? So for some people, that might be when I am in a relationship, when I actually have money, when I, who knows, whatever your next goal is that you have in your life, um, are you telling yourself that you'll find happiness when that happens? And can you think of a time when you were wishing or praying for anything that you have today? And when you really got that, did you, were you satisfied or did you come up with the next goal or the next thing that was going to be your, I'll be happy one? Next question I have for you is what do you do for play? How do you just have like genuine, pure fun? And when you do have that, do you feel guilty for scheduling that in or do you see it as a vital piece of your life? Question number four, what can you do today to bring more happiness into your day? And that might be the same answer as above, which is how do you play? Question number five is what is your source of joy? And what does that joy really mean to you? And then this last one I have for you is kind of a bomb and it's a huge question, um, but I think it's important to at least think about, and that is what gives your life purpose? And what gives your life meaning? All right, that's all I have for you for questions. I really, really hope that you enjoyed what you heard in this episode and that something struck a chord in you and that you heard the message that you were supposed to hear while you were listening to this. So if there was something that resonated with you, I would love it if you shared it with someone or posted on an Instagram story. Um, I will be forever grateful. Um, Other than that, feel free to check out the show notes to have a link to Jack's blog and his Instagram profile so that you can continue to follow along on his journey. 10 out of 10 recommend. Um, I love you all, and I hope you have a wonderful day, week, year, all of the above. Peace.